Take it away, Lucia. Uh, thank you all for coming to the show. Welcome to A Healthy Brotherhood, The Healthy Brotherhood. Today we have a special guest. We have Ed Ward, better known as CMO, on The Healthy Brotherhood. Welcome to the show today, CMO. What's up, Captain Boy? What's up, JT Hill? Thanks you guys for having me on the show. You guys got a lot of energy to be recording six in the evening, man. <laughs> Where all the energy coming from? I, I let me borrow some. I tell you what, mine is twenty minutes just getting off of uh, I twenty traffic, so you already know I'm a little crunk. Yeah. Clean, so I was. Yeah, I, I I've had a day, and you know, not a long day. I, I I've only I got up at five today, so it five thirty. It wasn't a long day for me. So I finished up work about an hour and a half ago. Knocked out a couple things around the house and made sure I was prepped for this show. You know, definitely didn't want to didn't want to miss it and be late. So, but no, thank you for having me on the show. So, Man, what, what, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. For anyone who does not know, and I can't imagine there is anybody in the Brotherhood living who does not know who Edward Walton is. Edward Walton is one of our two co-founders of Black Men Run. Based yep. in Atlanta, Georgia. We refer to him as CMO, Chief Motivation Officer. That stands for a few other things as well, but that's what he <laughs> is affectionately known as, and we're glad to have him here. Um, Ed, this is 2023, mm -hmm. 10 years in. Did you ever think we would be here, man? No, and yes. No at the beginning. And, you know, as the years go on, it's it slowly morphs into a yes, because, you know, we sit back and we measure how many things that we learned, how many things that we did, you know, not in the best way or incorrect or wrong, and how many things we did in the best way we could, right. So if you had asked me two years in, probably no, you'd ask me five years no, yes. Either, you know, eight years ago, I knew, you know, we, we, we had a turnaround once we exited the pandemic. So, you know, it's like asking me, did I know I was going to finish a half marathon at mile 11? Yeah, I was pretty certain I was going to be able to finish it. Yeah. You'd ask me at mile three, I'd have been like, eh. <laughs> 10 more to go, right? Yeah. But no, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a very fulfilling Experiment, uh, journey, you learning. Um, you can you can insert the adjective of your choice. Uh, frustrating, uh, could be vexing, um, informative. Um, you know, you don't really get to do ten years of just about anything. And I know it's not demonstrably true, but ten years of trying to achieve excellence is is. It's a hard thing. Whether you achieve it or not, you know, it's the effort. Okay. But no, I, I, if you ask me now to this day, the short answer is in 2023, as I look back, it's a, a definitive yes. I, I, I knew we were going to do it. But once again, to, to qualify that, if you asked me two years in, I would have been like, I don't know. I think things we will. Relevant. Yeah. Things relevant. It, it's, it's, as I measure 10 years, as one of the co-founders of Black Men Run, we tend to um, be very myopic in measuring the success of, of, of the thing that is your thing. 
But look at what has been accomplished around us in 10 years, right? You know, look outside of Black men. Right? I'm a technologist. So look at the technology advances that actually helped us, right? You know, we were an organization that definitely the emergence of social media helped propel us as a medium to be able to get our mission out and be able to get brothers in the leadership position as well as get members of support. But you look at everything that has surrounded 10 years of our assistance and what we've had to, you know, be involved in, you know, the pandemic probably being the first and foremost in everybody's mind. But, you know, traumatic world issues, you look at, you know, stateside issues within the country, you look at uh, the economy, you look at, you know, uh, how you are doing outside of the organization. And then I think another thing that I've measured is I've... Uh, I've said this before on uh, other podcasts. I've met more people and created more friendships and relationships within Black Men Run as an entity than I did in other things for me being in college, the military, you know, uh, just personal life. I would aggregate all the people I've worked with and all the people I went to school with and all the people I've served with in the Navy. They still don't equal to the amount of brothers and the people I've met since I've been in Black Men Run. So I've had a good time. I'm still having a good time. You know, it's up and down days. It's But every day I feel like this is overwhelming. I see a story. I see someone come in. I see someone validate that we're doing the good work. I see, you know, my leadership, you know, from vice captains and captains and my senior leadership team, my advisors believe in the mission and, and even the members. Um, our members are our leaders too, right? Um, and so there's a lot of nuance with being that close to everybody, but I believe there's more benefit of being that personal, you know, I'm the acting chief executive officer also. Um, that's, that's, a, that's, that's unique to be able to say I'm in that role and still be able to provide access, right? Nothing special about me at all. I, I've taken what I learned in the military and I take what I've learned in the, uh, in corporate America, and, and and it's helped me navigate some of the things in BMR. But man, I'm having a good time. You know, I love the brand, I love the shield, I love my brothers. Yeah. You know, I think Black Men Run is like American Express. Don't leave home without it. Hey, hey. there you go. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I I would I would flip the question on you. You know, did you think we were going to make ten years, Jason? I mean, James, and did you think we were going to make ten years, Messiah? I am excited about it. I'm, I'm just being blessed to be part of this association. Black Men Run, I, I was blessed to be with you, CMO, meeting you a couple years ago in Tennessee, and me and you was putting our cook on. I was cooking breakfast. Mm -hmm. You was cooking, hooking up in the evening. You made some of the best fish I ever tasted. <laughs> it, it, it's been a blessing the way we're able to get together and be able to make new friends. And a lot of, a lot of these people aren't just friends. We, we're family. Mm -hmm. This is family going on. I really appreciate um, the camaraderie we have amongst each other. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Um, for me, man, when I first met you guys, I think you were maybe a month in running at Grant Park. Mm -hmm. I actually ran across the group on meetup.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way, way, way in the beginning, way before we got on Facebook. Um, I never thought 10 years ahead. I just kept coming out. Um, you know, I wasn't the best 
runner, wasn't the fastest runner. I was not really a runner at all. It was really new to me. And so I wasn't thinking 10 years down the line. Hell, I wasn't even really thinking the end of the year. As a matter of fact, I was just thinking, I'm glad this is here. This is something I've been kind of really praying for because my, my sister was in Black Girls Run. I was like, man, we need something for the brothers. And lo and behold, there we are. There you were. Here I am. And uh, honestly, back then, if you could have told me it would be all of this, I don't think I would have believed it. Yeah. You know, while I'm on the podcast, I, 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 I speak for myself and Jason Russell friend and, and co-founder, when he approached me about this, him and I worked together in corporate America. You know, his father was a runner. You know, Jason is, was a runner. And, you know, we we sort of saw this and he came to me with it. And I've told the story several times over. I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have full buy-in in, in, into doing something that I thought, you know, it just seemed to me just like it's common knowledge and expectation that you should take care of your health. Um, by whatever means that you, you need to do and then be aware of your health. And, and, and Jason came to me and said, dude, you are making a huge assumption based on how you go about taking care of yourself. Right. And I'm like, yeah. And I think it is, he said, man, I think we need to create something that holds each other accountable. Right. We didn't look to create a, a run club. And, and I know the moniker is out there, but you know, I'll, I'll say it and it's not a tagline. We are not a run club. And in 10 years, I would change from the tagline that we morphed to into one more. I am fond of saying we are a social network of influence and impact. That is no longer true. We are a network of influence and impact. I would drop the social aspect of it because that moniker based on what is being used out there, what is deemed a social media slowly become very toxic, right? Um, there seems to be very little social left in the world of civility. So we are a network of influence and impact. And so when Jason and I got together and talked about it and everything, we 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 sort of formulated, hey, we do it this way. And everything was a learning path because while there were a few things, a few entities that you know, superseded us as far as what African-Americans do as far as, you know, running, running distance. South Fulton Running Partners will be 45 years old next year. BGR had already been in existence for about two years before us. You had the Black uh, National Black Marathons Association. So my goal was, if we do this, you know, what would differentiate us? So Jason and I sort of inherited roles that we would go. You know, I'm hyper competitive, right? I'm not going to get out there and do what everybody else is doing. Do it better or do it different or do it better and different. And so when we got it together, I, you know, I had some learning pains on expectations of those who would come out. I believe that everybody should give 180 percent. And that that wasn't the case. That wasn't the goal. The goal was to get people, our brothers, comfortable to come out regardless of where they were in their physical fitness you know, journey. Um, it's easier, you know, to achieve. When you have others around you who are trying to strive to the same mission. And, you know, the counterbalance that without Black Men Run, it's easy to not achieve or fail because you sort of invertly on the same mission as everybody else. You don't think there's anything out there that you can, you know, gravitate to. And so we've just been that, that shield and that standard. It's been fun. Um, it, ha it is fun. Mm -hmm. Ten years, you know, we're coming up, 
you know, um, just a little clarity for our listeners. Black Men Run officially became 10, year, 10 years old as an organization, July 26, 2023. Uh, we're celebrating it, celebrating, celebrating it um, in October with our 10-year anniversary uh, event in Atlanta, Georgia from um, uh, October uh, 20th through the 22nd, culminating with us participating in Atlanta Track Club 10 miler and 5k Sunday, October 22nd. Um, we wouldn't have done this journey by ourselves. I mean, we've had some great partnerships. We've had some not so great partnership. We've encountered true allies and advocates, advocates, you know, for what the black condition is, the black male condition. And unfortunately we crossed some opportunists who believe that you know, this is an opportunity to fake as though they really cared about the position of how African-Americans are in this country, as well as our, our health. So I've learned a lot and um, it translates. It translates to how I go about my day job. You know, Black Men Run is not my day job. It is my day passion. This is my give back, you know, to the community. So, um, you know, we've had some great times. You know, I think the only thing that I'm regretful of is that I did not I, I did not chronicle the history of Black Men Run the way I should have. I guess it's because I was so much into the process that I never just really, you know, it's hard to write your own book if you don't keep notes going up into it, right? So now I'm relying on the historians, guys who've been with Black Men Run, you know, like yourself for, you know, nine plus years, damn near 10 years, right? Um, you know, we've morphed. We accept all who come in with the with understanding of the mission. Um, we have a competitive nature about us. We absolutely have some some runners that can flat out run that represent us. Um, we're voice in the in the in the in the national health conversations with individuals that have taken on that, like Aaron Perry and Mitra Short and Captain Tucker and others who come in and expanded the mission. My senior leadership team has morphed over the years. We've, we've changed the way our hierarchy is, you know, to captains and regional captains and vice captains and co-captains and, and no SLT and a board. But now we we believe we've hit our stride. Uh, and that doesn't mean there's not more to learn because that would be up on the assumption that everything around us is not changing. And that is a foolhardy position to be in in any industry. Right. There is change whether you can observe it or not. But. I'm here to celebrate. We're 30 days out. We're going to have a great time. I get to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time. It brings back memories when we used to do our national meetups here in Atlanta in conjunction with the public's half marathon and marathon. Those who've been around long enough understand what it means to fellowship with Black Men Run. Um, I think I was super in, encouraged and enthused after seeing the way that Detroit put on our national um a national meetup for the Detroit Free Press last year, it really opened the eyes to a lot of individuals about what we are, right? I believe that was a pinnacle year that a lot of our plus ones for those that have spouses, boyfriend, whatever, you know, I guess they didn't really know what we did. I think there was just a bunch of guys who would go run and after run, they would drink beer and eat wings. And that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> like a good hot wing, like the best of them, right? I like two or three hot wings. You know, three beers. 
But when they saw the fellowship and the brotherhood and the micro relationships that have been established from everything from leadership to individual runners and trading of shirts and signing each other things and promising to come see each other and traveling and visiting, it opened eyes to a lot of those. And, that, and, and those individuals were not non-believers. They were just uninformed. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, 10 years, having fun, learning a lot, still doing it. You know, um, learn how to insert and, you know, extract myself as needed as a as the CEO and CMO. Everything does require Ed in it. And uh, things tend to sometimes, you know, flow smoothly when I trust others and just get out of the way. And then sometimes I assert myself and, you know, my personality can be a little bit overbearing, but I've, I've gotten better. I'm good at it. Good getting getting better at it. You're doing good, Chief. I'm trying, boss. I'm trying. Every day is a challenge, man. Um, one day at a time, man. One day at a time. One thing I will share with you, um, I have shared the video from the Detroit weekend. I don't know how many times. Uh, a couple of guys I shared it with are part of the D9. I won't name which fraternity. But what they said to me was after viewing that video, they wish that their organization had that level of energy and spirit that they saw in the video. I was like, wow, that is truly testimony just from viewing that. Um, and that is how I view us. We really are, you know, a fraternity is a brotherhood, mm -hmm. but we're so much more than that. Um, but that is really the basis of what we are. That's what we have become. And that's what has solidified us. Mm -hmm. You know, you know I, I think that all organizations that land to the, the you know, the mentality of fellowship, brotherhood, yeah. fraternity are in the right place if they truly believe it. I think we're just a little bit different because we add up another aspect to our, our, our social interaction, right? is expected to come out and have fun while you take care of yourself, right? And having people come out for a combination of just seeing other people and, and then at the same time taking on, you know, I, I got to get up at six in the morning or if not earlier and dress, the weather may not be accommodating, but I'm not going to miss, I'm going to be my brother. So there's no secret formula to it. We There are some days that, you know, we go to a group run um, and we might have four people there, right? And I'm speaking, you know, of Atlanta or other chapters. And there's some days you come out and maybe 40 people. Mm -hmm. One thing I'm proud of is that while, you know, there can be inconsistencies in participation, people have left black men run for whatever reason. When I mean leave, leave means they probably find other things in life, prioritization, family, work, military, health. It seems to be within the last two years, we've we, we've seen a slow influx of the old heads from all the chapters sort of coming back. Because mm -hmm. when they look at what was steady over the last 10 years, it's us. You know, um, and um, it, it um, I'm looking forward to what the next 10 years look like. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, for me to say the, what the next 10 years look like does have a sense of, you know, optimism, confidence, but it's not an arrogant because, you know, black men run 
will continue to be what it is. Get better. Survive when Jason and I are done with it. When it's time for us to put new people in the leadership to be able to do this and I can fall back to be truly a member and become more of an evangelist of the organization rather than someone who else operated. It. It, 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 it's built that way. You know, I travel the world. You guys that know me know I travel. It is not uncommon for me to fall off the map for a month because I'm just not around, right? I tell, I tell the important people, if you hear from me in a month, they mean they don't capture me behind enemy lines doing co-op operations. And I'm being tortured somewhere. <laughs> you know, uh, when I get back, though, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up over a beer and some wings. We see a theme here, right? Right. Um, and then the leadership always knows what is a motivational thing. We've had very, you know, opportune partnerships that allow us to come together and congregate. Shout out to Vacation Races, one of our partners that allowed us to have some great interaction with the way they do business. And we fit right in. You know, shout out to Saucony for being our platinum sponsor and platinum partner over the last four years who truly believe in the mission. You know, shout out to the Civil Race Rice Race Series that allow us to come in and show that we are a brotherhood that can support others, that our mission may not be exactly the same, but the goal and the way we get there, you know, have similarities. Shout out to Destination Marathons. Shout out to Features. Shout out to Honey Stinger. Shout out to Atlanta Track Club. The Atlanta Track Club here in Atlanta never saw us competition. They saw us as another outreach both ways that we could reach their constituents and they could reach ours. And they have been tremendously generous to the Brotherhood as far as how they're interacting with us. So I can't say enough about, you know, Rich Keenan, the president of Atlanta Track Club, his staff, they immediately made me feel like I was part of their staff and vice versa. So we'll celebrate them in Atlanta, Georgia. I um, I would highly encourage everyone to not take my word for it. Come down, you know, um, get to know me, right, before you know me, all right? And, and, and it's going to be a good time. Um, it's going to be work. <laughs> So, but I'm going to keep the smile on. I'm going to keep the anti-puffy stuff under my eyes, keep my energy up. And, and, and you know, my wrist should be sore after shaking so many hands, right? <laughs> you know, from pats on the backs, uh, you know, I, we, yeah, everybody's iPhone should be, or, or mobile phone of choice should be full of pictures that can be shared, man. So uh, we got people coming from all of our chapters and out of, out of the country that are coming. And um, my desire and my, and my design is to make sure that they, uh, when they come to Atlanta, we show them what hospitality, brotherhood is, and uh, accountability. And, um, yes. and we're going to do that. That's yes, it. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed man. So they, yeah, everybody's going to have a good time when they come in. We're, we're excited about uh, hosting this 10-year yeah. anniversary slash national meetup. Because it's really two events in one. And, and, and slash celebration. And celebration, yeah. You know, the anniversary is just a moniker to designate a date timestamp of the origination or the reoccurrence of something. But we're yeah. celebrating, yeah. right? And so the meetup and the, and the event is nothing more than a, a, a vehicle for us to come together and celebrate this. Whether you've been in BMR one year or you've been in BMR since the inception, come here and celebrate. Um, and, um, you know, we, we're almost full. 
So we've made sure that our stout supporters had the ability to register first. However, tomorrow, uh, you know, everyone's had an ample opportunity from leadership to members to different chapters that we're going to we're going to open up registration to the public tomorrow, which will probably cap us off. We do have a limit of how many people that we can uh, do it. Uh, while we would like to have anybody who just who's around to come, you know, there is some semblance of order that we have to have. So we're really going to limit the activity to those who have registered so that we can take care of you properly when you come here. Um, we, I, I like to pride Black Men Run for always giving at least equal to what is giving back. We give, we give out as much as we take in, right? Uh, that's always just been who I am, right? So um, please get registered. Please make sure your name's on the list. I understand that there are nuances, but you know I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings when you show up to the door and you don't have a wristband and they're gonna and. I won't. My wife is taking my phone an hour before each event, and she's like, "I handle the phone calls. Nobody's calling you directly to say, hey, I know Ed. Call him. He'll let me in.' You, you know, maybe we'll have a TV somewhere where you can watch the activities on the outside. The overflow. The overflow. <laughs> like the Beyonce concert, you can pay for the audio. You don't yeah. Get the theater flow, but you can pay for the audio. So, um, yeah, that's that's you got a good time, man. I. You know, I'm, I'm going to say something. Someone asked me a question today, and they said, well, what do you believe the success of Black Men Run is? And that's such a loaded question. Mm-hmm. And then I walked past the mirror, and i like, it's the shield, it's the logo, to simplify it. Once we start creating Black Men Run gear that people could wear proudly, it transformed us. Mm-hmm. I don't travel. Business travel otherwise you will always catch me in an airport and black men run paraphernalia, period. You will not ever catch me without having something that signifies a thing that is our thing, whether it be on the pale pen, a visor, hat, shirt, shorts. Um, on the rare occasion that you may find it because I they lost my luggage, you, you'll, you'll be like, I think that's the dude. He got sock in his shoes on. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, the gear stands out because it, it is simplistic. You don't find wild colors with us. We're just like the NFL. We stay to our standard. We protect the shield. There is no variation. And that simplicity and that consistency is the strength. I know some people say, hey, you got to grow. You got to change with the times. That is not necessarily and demonstrably true. Those who over-adapt don't know how to retract. It is often safe to let the person, and I can speak from experience, to lead from the front takes bravery, uh, bravery, but to lead a little bit from behind takes intelligence, right? I lead by example always, not by giving example, right? But, um, but the gear, listening, and, and, and it sounds counterintuitive. When not to listen, it's a it's a it's an excellent thing. There is so much noise about people who will advise you to do things, but when you finish, the only skin in the game was your own. And mm. and I've learned the hard way. 
Other people will definitely tell you how to spend your money, but nobody will tell you how to save it. Right. And if they do tell you how to save, it comes with a price, right? Right. So I listen, I take counsel very seriously. Uh, I'm a person that's built on trust. Um, you know, trust is earned. And 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 but I, I've also got very good at ignoring the distractions. And I try to parlay that and convey that to my to my leadership. Every idea is not a good idea, right? The consistency has been it. And um, we will maintain our consistency, our moderation, and our accountability. Or if we go by the pillars of what black men run, we call it MAC, moderation, accountability, and consistency. You can do that in your personal life. You can do that with running. You can do it in your, your, your corporate job. You can do that in your entrepreneur endeavors. Moderation, accountability, consistency. And you... Eight times out of ten, you're gonna win. Yeah. Right? What that is. So um I'm not gonna lie, it's 10 years of expectation. I, I sometimes overwhelm about the enormity of what is it is and what we have to sort of accomplish here in about 30 days. Um but man, I got a I got a brotherhood behind me. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Where you get all these brothers from, man. So where you get all these brothers from, man? Man, yeah, I think they believe in the mission. Yeah, fifty chapters, thirty states, mm -hmm. London, Japan, Kenya, white, black. Yeah, yes, indeed. A lot of people think it's all black. It's not all black. Yeah, it's you mostly know, black, but most, it ain't all black. Yeah. Um, all are welcome, man. You long as you come in with a good heart and, and don't come in and, and 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 you know create discord and drama, we can do that ourselves. We don't need external entities doing it. I need right. to come in and, and have a desire to to serve and to lead, to be led, and to be served. My job is to make sure you gotta take up to serve the needs of my you know, my my, my brothers and my, my members and my partners and everything. And um, yeah, yeah, we're having a good time. All right. 10 years, man. Uh, a lot of people don't know when you first got started, there was no gear. The first I piece know. of gear was there was a black cotton t shirt mm -hmm. with the white print. Mm -hmm. There was a white cotton t shirt with the black print. Jason brought them out to the run, 25 bucks. They were the worst thing we ever made. <laughs> <laughs> that turned us around because I can remember the individual that told us this is garbage you know you guys going to take this thing you have to do it proper mm -hmm. because the judgment you will get would not be fair amongst your own people and I took it to heart and that, that guy's in Atlanta him and I Orlando Daniels credit him for establishing what is quality and what is an expectation of excellence. We did it rushed, but I think we did it because we were we were listening to other people say, hey, you gotta hurry up and make something so people know about it. And you know, we always fall to these these cliches, strike while the iron's hot. Let me tell you something. When you're good enough, you can strike no matter what the temperature of the iron. It could be ice cold. Power is power. <laughs> you think know. Superman? Yeah. Went and bent steel beams after they were heated up. He'll pull one out the freezer and bend it into a circle. You don't wait till the iron's hot. You know, you you 
you you you strike when the opportunity is optimal, mm -hmm. right? And so we rushed, and we 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 most of our lack of success is because of external influences that cause us to outside you know to operate outside of our normal cadence. Mm -hmm. um, I am a firm believer in slow and steady wins the race. Say no first. Be skeptical, but don't be a cynic. Right. I'm sure I've lost some possible, you know, relationships because I, I, I my background sort of makes me like, I don't know you, but BMR has helped change that personality trait about me. Right. Especially when someone can walk up to me in a, you know, in an airport lounge and say, hey, man, black man run. Oh, yeah, man. I love it, man. I'm part of the Cincinnati, Ohio chapter. I'm part of New York, man. I'm part of Detroit. I'm part of you name it. I've been stopped in Narita. Uh, airport in Japan. I've been stopped in Osaka. I've been stopped in Barcelona. Brothers on vacation wearing a shirt. We see each other and uh, a conversation strikes up. Um, I've gotten first class seat upgrades. Like, hey, my husband runs with you. Come on, sit up front. You got to sit back there. Come over, you get up in front, right? It's like, oh, okay. And they think, and we get the testimony. So it is something to be proud of. Um, and um, Another question I got was when I was having one of the bad days in it, if you had to do it all again, what would you do different? I would have started it in 2010. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's a, you need mistakes to define you. Mm -hmm. I've not learned anything from winning. Amen. Amen. Pain. Amen. <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's not to say that winning doesn't convey knowledge and a sense of confidence, but not properly, you know, metered can lead to arrogance. And I've been there before thinking that, hey, I'm, a, I'm the, it's, it's the, it's the thing to say, you, you know, you're the best of your ears when you, there is nothing to substantiate that. And that goes beyond confidence and it'll bite you in the butt, but it's also good. You know, gotta have a little what are they, swagger. Gotta have a little swagger. Yeah. But temper that swagger with a sense of, hey man, I didn't win this time. And that doesn't, you know, you start over, you try again, right. try not to make the same mistakes and, and go yeah. from there. Is what you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Man, that, it, that, that's how I um was thinking about this hundred mile I attempt to do this a couple of weeks ago. I was like, hey, I never felt any any race in my entire life. I I was listening to, you know, David Goggins and he was talking about failing. Like you saying, I learned a lot from failing. I want, I need to get a race where I can fail and learn something. I'm, so that, that race right there, I learned a whole lot. I, I am so excited about going back to mm -hmm. do the Lucire redemption next year. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll agree with you. Sorry, but I'm going to disagree with you with something. It's not what the spirit of what you said is the way you said it. Okay. You know, I say I never learned anything. I've not learned much from winning. And, and I think I've deliberately chose my words. I learned from losing. There is no such thing as failure unless you decide you don't want to try again or you're not presented an opportunity to try again. You just yes, didn't start. You just didn't yes, pass sir. that time. No. Failure is when you decide, I don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. right. You know, failure is 
you're capable, but you choose not to because something else is is, is superseded your confidence and your your quest and your your determination. You just didn't pass that time. You just right. didn't win that time, right? And so that's what I meant by you know what I've learned. I learned from not winning. I didn't say failure. Learn from not winning. Pain. That's it. Yeah, man. That's a pretty awesome thing, man. Hey, CMO, let me ask you this, man. Uh, what's one or two things you would like uh, the brothers to take away with them when they leave our 10th anniversary celebration? Don't let the celebration be the only reason to celebrate. Build relationships and maintain them. The world is built to counter facilitating meaningful relationships. Mm -hmm. If you have something that's going to allow you to have reach and allow you to establish connections, cultivate them. Get away from the 140 characters or 200 characters. Get away from the, you know, quick attaboy on social media and all this other stuff. That's not to say it's not important, but when you meet somebody here in Atlanta, shake your hand, shake their hand, remember them. Mm -hmm. You know, I know so... I, Take the relationship beyond, you know, the moment and 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 build something that you would want to, to maintain. Mm -hmm. That's one. Number two is that, you know, BMR is more about those who believe in the mission. You know, I've had some instances where some individuals have believed that they were bigger than the organization, but the organization is always going to be the pinnacle is always going to be the priority, right? If you're bigger than an organization, then you're no longer part of the organization because you're bigger than an organization, right? So you don't get to you don't get to you know put yourself on a pedestal. And I don't. All my leaders know they can call me. All my members who have a legitimate you know question, uh, gripe or whatever else, you know, as long as it's respectful, you can talk to me. You know, even with our gear, I learned a lot about you know quality control, expectations, and everything. And Black Men Run it's actually taught me how to counteract the way the world is. Everybody believe the world is instantaneous. It's a, it's a world for immediate gratification. And we're all guilty of that. You know, you hit something on Amazon before you walk downstairs, it's on your door. Right. But when you're with me, you know, you can, how many times you can have an issue with a product and you can call the president and CEO of the company? Right. And I'll, those know that, you know, I listen to you. I may not agree with you, but the respect that will be extended would be you will have your chance to talk about your perspective and about it. If you're true to, hey, I just want to convey how I feel, my perspective, I'm highly receptive of it. If it has convinced me that you're right and I'm wrong or whatever else and so and so and you have no desire to be able to, to um, see common ground, I don't work that way. So I would say the two things, come here, take advantage of the, of the organization, come here and be part of the organization. It'll be here for you. You know, it'll be awesome. here. Shit. Um, you know, I know a lot of folks want to come down here and race the old man one more time, take a shot at me. <laughs> guess, guess what, y'all? He ain't doing it. <laughs> I am still the CMO. I am the leader of the Deadly Venoms, and I am the Hydra. Yes. Period. <laughs> you do it all you want. 
you can't beat me on Facebook. You're gonna have to line up, right? And um, but this won't be the time. I'm here to make sure that everybody comes here and do it. So we'll we'll pick another time to test our physical proudness. I got a lot of things on my plate, and and um, I'm not gonna get out there and put a lackluster performance in when we run on Sunday. So what that means is I'm gonna run the 5K so that when everybody's coming in from the 10 mile, I will be there to greet you. I will be at the finish line to greet you when you're coming in, right? And to celebrate you coming in and doing it and, and spending, you know, as I close this, uh, I want to thank everybody for spending the most important currency that there is and that we take for granted because we seem to believe that we can make more of it, but you can't. It is, a, it, it is, it is false that you can make more time. There is no such thing. You can reprioritize. And so when you're spending the currency of time, whether you come to Atlanta, whether you come to a group run, whether you show up at leadership meetings, the currency of time is more important than anything. Because when folks are sitting on that, that thing, they always say, man, I wish I had more time. Very few people sit on that, that time to meet your maker and say, man, I wish I had more money. <laughs> it ain't there, man. And, and I turned 55 the week after our event. I am very cognizant and acutely aware of my mortality in my 50s. Hmm. Yeah. You're preaching to the choir, bro, because you know I'm older than you. <laughs> my shoulder hurting today. I don't know what I did. Just hurt. Just living. <laughs> Just living. That's the number it. one cause of death is living. That's it, brother. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. Well, I think we're at the 45-minute mark, Brother CMO. We appreciate you once again, man, joining right. us and uh, sharing your wisdom, your 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 history, and, and your outlook. And I appreciate you. JT, you've been one of our brothers from the founding chapter. You sit on my leadership team. You've been a friend. You know, Sire, I met you, and you are the everything that I thought you were. I, I When I'm with you, my face hurt because I'm smiling. All the time, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm smiling now, and my, my eyes are getting tight because he, he, my humor is not understood a lot of times, and I and you just have a personality, man, that just puts me in a good mood. Mm -hmm. And you can almost cook as well as I can. Almost. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Almost, you yeah. know, almost. I gotta practice a little bit more. <laughs> and we gotta get together, and have more opportunities to get together and do it. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I like to say thank you guys for having me on, man. This is a pleasure. I've watched the previous guests. Uh, I'm sure that other people want to come on and be able to put out their unique story about how physical fitness has impacted them, how black men run. Um, and uh, I wish you guys much success in your podcast. And uh, I'm, thank you. you know, when you're down here, you know, next month, Captain Boyd, we're going to have a good old time. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I, I am so excited about getting there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Brothers, you have just experienced the brotherhood. And that is our show. Show. Yes. Cancel.